More on the NBA trade deadline a little bit later in the show, but we're back on Radio Row here on the Team 980. Of course, you're home for Maryland football. And look, look who's next to me. It's the man in charge of Maryland football, Mike Loxley. How are you, Coach? Craig, what's up, man? Great to have you. Great to have you. Um, so I, I want to talk ball with you in a second. I want to talk about yeah. this game. I want to talk about kind of where the commanders go. I know you know Caleb Williams really well, and so get some thoughts on Caleb here in a few minutes. But tell us what you're doing out here on, on Radio Row with the, the coalition that you got going. Yeah, I'm here on my part-time job. I'm here to, <laughs> uh, to, to, to do some good, uh, create some value. Um, for the National Coalition for Minority Football Coaches, which is a passion project. I started in 2020, president and founder of the organization, uh, where our job is to prepare, promote, and produce the next level or next wave of minority football coaches from youth football all the way up to the NFL. And, you know, I'm here at the NFL uh, media, uh, Super Bowl, Radio Row, to promote the job that, you know, some of these minority coaches have done. You look and see that we had four hired in the NFL cycle this year uh, with Antonio Pierce right here with the Raiders, uh, yeah. Raheem Morse over in Atlanta, Gerard Mayo up there in New England, and then David Canales down there in, in Carolina, uh, all getting opportunities to lead as minorities. And it's great to see. Uh, it shows that the, that the work is uh, being done behind the scenes to be able to have four coaches. Uh, four minority coaches get opportunities in one cycle at the NFL is huge. Uh, in the college game, we saw Sharon Moore get the opportunity to lead Michigan, uh, which Sharon came through our academy. Um, you see guys like Marcus Freeman and Tony Elliott who came through our academy that we put on through the coalition. And, and again, you know, the coalition isn't here to tell people to hire minority coaches. We're here to tell you that we have minorities that are prepared and capable of leading programs. And and, and we're starting to see that come to uh, fruition a little bit. Do you know uh, Brian Johnson at all? Of course I know BJ. Okay. And he's, he's commanders just of, hired him this Well, morning, he's part so. of our academy. Yep. Um, uh, he was part of our him? academy. Uh, you know, I've known him since his days at Planet Utah and then coming up through the Urban Meyer tree. Uh, did a tremendous job developing Dak Prescott down there in uh, Mississippi State. Mm. Was his position coach there working under Dan Mullen. Uh, went to Florida, played a, a role in, in Anthony Richardson's recruitment and development. Uh, and then he had Jalen Hurts, who pl he played for Jalen's dad in high school. Right. And so, you know, he coached Jalen and was the coordinator there in, in, in Philly. And, you know, I'll be the first to tell you, you know, because of the relationship I had with Jalen, I hate to see that somehow, someway he was the guy that, that's not there as if, you know, it was, it was his doing. But as we know, when you get into this business, man, uh, it's a production-based business. Uh, I think he's a big-time coach, and I think that he's a guy that will be a, a guy that will lead a program here in the near future. I think something we saw, for instance, last year in Carolina is you can have a lot of smart minds in a room, but if it's not a cohesive vision as, as a football staff, it's not going to go very well. How do you think that, that Brian fits with what Cliff Kingsbury does stylistically and, and whatever you know personality-wise about Cliff? Yeah, I think the big thing with Brian and, and what he, he does is, uh, you know, obviously they're going to run Cliff stuff, and, and, and Cliff has uh, a system that he knows really well. is the air raid system that he's adapted to the pro game, and you saw what he did with Kyler Murray. I think what Brian will bring to the game and, and, his, and the experience, you know, of, of – the college system like Cliff had, he has a baseline of what that's like, and now he's been in the league for the last few years. I think those two will work really, really well together, and I think uh, Cliff will benefit from having Brian Johnson running the quarterback room. Uh, no doubt about it. Mike Loxley with us here on Radio Row, the Hoffman Show on the Team 980, and always live on the free Odyssey app. 
Um, so the, the quarterback position itself, I don't know if you heard, Coach. I know you got a day job and a part-time job, but the commanders are, are in that quarterback market, <laughs> uh, and they've got that number two pick. Um, you know Caleb Williams really well from, from being around the DMV. And obviously now there's a lot of people saying, like, oh, they hired Cliff. But I think Cliff can work with any of these three guys. Yeah. But let's stick to Caleb for a second. What makes Caleb so special beyond the, the stuff that we see on tape, his ability to run around? Because you don't get that tag of generational prospect just because mm -hmm. of your highlight film. There's got to be more yeah. to it. What's the more to it? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the substance. I mean, you know, because of having been a part of his recruitment process and obviously went to Oklahoma, transferred there, got to know he, his dad, his family really, really well. Um, everybody else may be surprised, but he's been destined for this opportunity. I mean, he's kind of like how the Mannings were raised mm -hmm. to be champions. Well, he was raised to be a champion. You look at the success he had at Gonzaga. All right, Gonzaga wasn't uh, the, the school in the WCAC that was winning the championships. They were kind of the underdog, and Caleb took that program and, and, and lifted it you know, singing handedly with some of the plays that he made. I mean, I think back to the high school championship game that he won on the, the last play of the game, Hail Mary, touchdown throw. Uh, he did that as, I think, a 10th grader. Um, the success he had throughout his career in high school, going to Oklahoma, faced a little adversity, playing behind Spencer Rattler to get in this chance. He comes in at halftime of a game they were losing and brings them back. I mean, he has a resume of success, and it's not luck because everything he has done has been really intentional and it's from the leadership of his his uh, team led by Carl his dad the mom and, and his family but then just you know they've put him in the right positions and people don't understand to, to be able to meet the expectation like he has you have to sacrifice a lot and he's sacrificed uh, being out in the public eye and, and all those things but he consistently works on the game. And the one thing I'll tell you, and, and I said this, I said this to Jalen Hurts when I was talking to him a couple, you know, quarter, celebrity quarterbacks don't work. And I don't, you know, he does the TV and the commercials, but you got to have the substance and you got to do the work behind the scenes. And I right. know that he did the work uh, behind the scenes. The old Parcells adage there. Yeah. Uh, celebrity quarterbacks, absolutely not. Uh, so if, I, if I'm a scout, and I'm, I'm saying, like, all right, coach, I watched Caleb. I love this off-schedule stuff's crazy. It's like him and Pat, and, you know, that's it. They can do some of the stuff that Caleb is doing. But I'm concerned about how he's going to be on schedule. What do you, what, what's your response? Do you feel like as a coach you can coach that up? Or are you like, no, oh, I share definitely. that concern? Like, how, how does that process go? Yeah, you, you, you have to have a foundation. But I also think that because of his ability and playmaking ability that you don't want to overcoach it you want to have a system and through that system when you develop and run offensive plays or systems there's reads there's starting points ending points you know but then what happens in between sometimes is innate and uh he's very coachable uh the system cliff runs allows the flexibility and that's the one great thing about the air raid system is that it's uh very versatile um, it's a read system. It's If they're deep, you just break your route off and stop. Well, I mean, you have that type of off-schedulness in how the system is run. So um, it may be a match made in heaven and maybe, you know, the direction of hiring a cliff because of the type of system that would fit the type of quarterback. Because here's what I do know, that your system has to match your quarterback. Your quarterback doesn't necessarily, you know, make your system. 
So right. whatever he does well or you want to accentuate and you want to emphasize and you want to make that a big part of what you do. Uh, Michael Axley is with us here on the Hoffman Show. Uh, do you have a – I know you obviously during the season are pretty co- busy coaching your team and neither of these guys are in your conference, but do you have a, any kind of file on, on Jaden, on Drake May, the other two guys that will probably be in consideration? Yeah, I recruited Drake um, a, a little bit. You know, Scott Chadwick was his high school coach down in Charlotte. Uh you know, was talented, comes from a talented family, obviously. His brother played basketball at North Carolina. Uh, he was a great basketball player as well. He's one of those guys that, and when I think of quarterbacks, like I think of Steve Young. I put him in a comp of a Steve Young uh, in that, you know, probably a scratch golfer, can probably hit 300 in baseball, will J you up in a basketball game, can shoot the three. Just a, a great athlete that just does everything and makes it look really easy. That's kind of who Drake May is. That I, when I think of Drake May, that's what I think of. It's just an all-around great athlete that whatever he does, he does well. He can make all the throws. He's sneaky, sneaky athletic. Like, I mean, he is, you know, when oh, yeah. you think of Steve Young, I mean, most people look out, it, but Steve Young was really athletic, and they used to use him as a compliment because of his athleticism. And, you know, Drake can make all the throws. Uh, the key, and this is what I don't know about he or Jaden Daniels, because obviously when I look at Jaden Daniels, you know, I think of a, a C.J. Stroud or Deshaun Watson-type comp in that he's going to be a guy that makes plays with his feet, makes plays with his arms. But the question with both these guys, including and Caleb included, is can he get himself protected? Does he know how to get himself protected? Because the NFL game, those all-platform throws that you see out of Caleb, there's more of those in the NFL game than maybe college because of the ball being in the middle of the field and the complexity of the blitzes that you see uh, in the NFL. And so being able to get yourself protected and then being able to protect the football. Uh, obviously, we're all looking forward to the game on Sunday here in Vegas. Uh, who you got in that one and why? Yeah, you know what? I, I, I'm leaning San Francisco. I haven't really studied it. We've been in recruiting for the last six weeks. And uh, to be honest, it, it, recruiting wore me out this year. But <laughs> when I think of San Fran and, uh, you know, as I work toward my, my future job, which is hopefully doing this, well, you're Fran, welcome back anytime. San you want to be one, an analyst. So let, yeah, San Fran know. from 1 to 53, mm-hmm. really talented roster probably more talented than Kansas City's 1-53. to But here's the uh, secret sauce to, to it, is that Kansas City's number one player is really, 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 really special. And he's been in this game before. And so that experience that he has of playing in these games, you know, when you look at it on paper, San Fran should be the better team. They should, If they do what they're capable of doing, which I expect them to, uh, they'll win the game. But you can never count out Patrick Mahomes, man. He is a a unique and one of one number one. Yeah, he is. He's something else. He just he breaks all the laws. I can't. Yeah. I can't imagine how frustrating it is to coach to against defend that. Defend Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Hey, coach, we did everything right. Yeah, good job. Yeah. Uh, too bad he scored on us. Like, yeah. just that's that's Mahomes. Sometimes that happens. Yep. Uh, Coach Loxley, you hear him, of course, uh, all the time. Terps talk here on the Team 980. You listen to his team play here on the Team 980. Uh, the work you're doing is so great, man. I'm excited to hear more about this coalition and Thanks. continue to see the results. Uh, thanks so much for stopping by. We appreciate you. Thanks, man. Appreciate the partnership we have.